0: hi everybody and welcome back to the our story isn't over podcast as normal my name is aaron zimmerman from youth move pa and today i am joined by my full host uh for the first time in quite a little while um and a special guest so i'm gonna go through we'll have some introductions and then we'll get right to it um zach you want to introduce yourself
1: hey i'm zach harinchak i am the policy and program development coordinator for youth move
2: pa Uh, Kevin. Hi, everyone. My name is Kevin Piscaric. I'm the Call for Change and Youth Coordinator for PMHCA. Tristan.
3: Hi, everybody. My name is Tristan Schnoak, and I'm the Trauma Education Specialist
0: for Youth Move PA. And our special guest today, Jenna.
4: Hi, everyone. I'm Jenna Martirana. I am Miss Liberty Bell, and I'm a graduate student at Kutztown University.
0: Awesome. Congratulations on the grad program. Um, so it's it's been a little while since myself, Zach, Kevin, interest and Tristan have all been on. Um, and now we get a special guest. So today's episode, we're going to talk about a project that has been spearheaded by Kevin. Um, it's our Stand Against Stigma project. So Kevin, I'm going to have you tell us a little bit about that. And then we'll go into a couple other things. So yeah, thank you, everyone. Uh, If you're tuning in at some point. um,
2: Yeah, just just to get right down to it. um, We had put a survey out through youth move PA um, back in I believe it was late December. And um, one of the questions that like, really, really stuck out was like, the, the question just basically stated is, do you feel that there are stigma associated with having a mental health illness or seeking help for a mental health illness? And the answers that the, that the youth and young adults responded with was, was staggering. It was a like, it was like a 90% yes out of, uh, out of like 85 youth that responded. So in that response, um, we kind of came up with for May, uh, the month of May being uh, mental health awareness month um, to kind of, you know, kind of spearhead this stigma, you know, stigma problem as Our kind of event for may being our mental health awareness campaign type thing. So What we did is uh, we created a Stand Against Stigma virtual workshop. And, you know, it was kind of created with the thought that um, what we would do is instead of making it a training where youth and young adults or staff would, would sign on to Zoom and just sit there and listen to us as facilitators talk, you know, talk your ear off, why don't we make it a workshop where you know, attendees that would come into the workshop would attend, you know, quite a few breakout rooms, listen to some TED Talks where they could actually interact quite, quite a bit and get to know the people they're in the training with, um, interact with people in the training and talk about uh, stigma, discrimination, you know, um, prejudices and, and stuff like that. So, in doing so, we, we had come across, Aaron had, had come across an email from an individual who is actually a Youth MOVE member, um, and she is actually joining us now on this podcast, um, and her name is Jenna, and um, I'll have her talk a little bit, I'll just ask you simply, what um, What kind of made you reach out to Aaron after seeing that we put this uh, workshop out there, Jenna?
4: Yes, so I am a title holder in the Miss America organization. And as such, I advocate for a platform throughout my year and mine is it's okay to not be okay. I am someone who is diagnosed with depression, anxiety, PTSD, and body dysmorphia. So ending the stigma around mental illness has been something I've been very passionate about for the last few years. And so kind of any opportunity that I can help reach more people to help them know that it is okay to not be okay. And part of that is ending the stigma that surrounds mental illness because opening up that conversation, having that dialogue, and making people realize, oh, I do know somebody that has a mental illness, or this is what somebody with a mental illness looks like, is going to be part of what ends that stigma.
2: Thank you. Thank you for sharing that. So I will ask some of my co-workers on the call, um, what, what, what does stigma mean to you guys on the podcast? And, um, you know, how, how do you stand against it, stand against it, and um, what does it mean to you, any of you guys, Aaron, Zach, Tristan, what, what are your feelings on it? I,
0: I guess I can start with this one, um, so as I've said before on the show, my background is in uh, addictions before I joined Youth Move PA, so that is something that has a very large uh, stigma around uh, what addiction is, especially substance abuse, and Stigma is such a demeaning term and it's a stigma hold, the word stigma holds a stigma all on its own. Um, And unfortunately the less people understand about addiction and mental health, the less that they're willing to accept. Um, Unfortunately, like I grew up in, in a small town where oh, if you're depressed, well, have you tried not being depressed? Um, And it's just, I don't know, stigma is everywhere. And it's very upsetting.
2: Thanks, Aaron. Zach, how about you? What do you uh, think about stigma associated with mental health conditions or substance use disorder?
1: Uh, You know, I think stigma has been around for a very, very long time. Um, I think it just kind of, it's always been kind of part of our culture, and we need to do more things to kind of combat it, uh, push back against it. Um, Because, you know, I can remember stories about family members I have never, ever met in my life. Oh, well, you know. She was crazy, so they locked her up in Bellevue, which is, at the time, was a state hospital in Pittsburgh. Uh, You know, you don't have to say things, or you don't have to say someone's crazy. Um, You can really choose better words um, when it comes to describing someone that 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 may be going through a rough time. Um, So for me, yeah, stigma, it's kind of always been there, and I always try to fight back. I always try to call it out when someone doesn't use uh, what we would call person-first language, um, because stigma is it can be very harmful and have long-term effects on yourself, relationships, all throughout your life.
2: Absolutely, 100%. I can't agree with you more. Um, sh- Unfortunately, um, uh, you know, stigma is something that that many of us have dealt with. Um, It's hard to overcome, but, you know, we we have to try to overcome it. You know, Um, Tristan, I I know you're you're more than likely with your daughter. Are you able to share about um, what uh, stigma means to you?
3: I am Kevin. I'm lucky enough that she's sleeping right now. Uh, thank you. So stigma to me is this feeling that I get when I when I start talking about something mental illness related or I'm talking about my own experiences. And sometimes it's even a self stigma. Like I say something and I'm like, oh, people are gonna judge me for that. And maybe then like next time I won't say it because I I automatically assume that I'm gonna get judged for that. And unfortunately, I'm most of the time right. Um, And I find that the more that I talk about things that generally have this cloud of stigma around it, I feel more confident in then continuing to talk about it because it it kind of builds that, that thought that um, like, if I'm talking and I'm saying something about my own mental illness or my own experiences that generally people would judge and I keep talking about it, that's the way that I feel like breaking down stigma is going to happen the fastest. Um, Nobody ever said it's a race, but, it would be really nice to be able to talk about your experiences without having that judgment cloud um, like following you everywhere so to me stigma is something that i create myself and something that other people create kind of for me it's kind of like a, a team effort if you want to call it that
2: yeah absolutely i um for me I guess stigma, when I think about stigma, I think about just a huge barrier to accessing treatment services. I used to do these, these surveys with um, the youth and young adult demographic that, that I used to work with in direct service. And there was a question and it said, do you, do you feel like you experience stigma in the community? And one of the questions would always be was, what is stigma? Youth and young adults sometimes don't don't even know what stigma means. Um, and to, to make a, a plain and short, simple answer, I would always just say, I would always look it up for them on my phone, show them what it said on my phone. This way they knew what the definition was and they still had hard a hard time coming up with the understanding, I just said, you know, look at it like this. It's like basically a short definition would be the negative outlook upon. So, um, do you think there's a negative outlook upon mental health, substance use disorder, stuff like that? Um, and then when I kind of explained it like that, um, they really got the concept of it a little bit more easier. Um, you know, there's so many stereotypes with addiction and mental health. You know, if you're on medication, it's a lazy shortcut that, you know, mental health, we should just be able to snap out of it. Um, you know, if if we're using drugs, if we have mental health problems, we're dangerous. Um, and these are nothing more than just stereotypes. And, you know, these are things that you know, if we experience these stigmas and we believe these things about ourselves, um, these, these are things that like do nothing but harm our self-worth and our self-esteem. And you know, this, this is the thing that makes youth and young adults not wanna go to treatment, not wanna access services. Um, and that's the hard thing that we see in this field youth and young adults will fall through the cracks and and, and not get the, the services that they need um, in, in order to live healthy, happy, successful lives. Um, you know, so in order to do this, we need to really, really break down that stigma and show that it's like well, like we say about this podcast, it's it's really, it's okay not to be okay. We're not gonna be 100% all the time. Um, we're gonna have problems. But there's other people that experience these problems. Um, It's just all about finding the support, finding the help, and um, you know, there's quite a few videos in this workshop that we're going to be doing next week that talk about, you know, we have to be able to ask for help. That's that's one of the biggest things. Um, You know, we as people are afraid to ask for help for some reason, Um, and that's one thing that that I've learned to do for myself. Um, we just simply need to ask for help when when we're not okay. Um, Asking for help is sometimes the best thing we can do for ourselves. Um, So just to give everyone a heads up, if you don't know about our training, our training or slash workshop is on May 6th from 12 p.m. to 3 p.m. It's on the virtual platform of Zoom. Um, And we're gonna be doing this training more often in the future as well. Um, I guess I would say, what do we hope as facilitators and presenters hope to get out of this training? I'll ask everyone that. Um, I guess I can ask Jenna that first. What would you hope, to, as being a presenter in this training, what would you hope to get out of it being a presenter?
4: I just hope that my story would reach somebody and that either if they are somebody experiencing a mental illness or if they know somebody, that they're able to reflect on their words, their thoughts. Because I am someone who internalized a lot of stigmas growing up and able to realize that they're just that. They're just thoughts. They're just words. They don't mean the weight that we are giving them like what you said earlier, people first language is so important. And I think that a lot of people don't realize how much their words carry that language matters. So just bringing awareness to the fact that our words do matter.
2: Thank you. Can't agree with you more. How about uh, Youth MOVE staff? What do you guys think? What what do you What do you hope to get out of uh, being a part and facilitating in this training next week?
0: Um, I'll start. I think for me, it's just to spread the knowledge of how how negative stigma can be on an individual's mindset, as well as them living a fulfilling life. Um, because like you said earlier, individuals might not seek services and they might not get the help that they need if they're afraid of the stigma behind it. Absolutely. Thanks, Aaron.
2: How about you, Zach? What do you, uh, what do you hope to get out of uh, facilitating the training next week? I'm hoping we
1: can have a conversation with our audience about stigma, what it means to them, what are ways that we could work on stigma in our world, how we can uh, make people feel more welcome, more uh, willing to talk about their emotions instead of just bottling up because if I say something, they'll think I'm crazy uh, because I've been there, Uh, you know, we don't, for a long time, I didn't talk about emotions. Uh, So, you know, I think those would be some really good points to hit um, next, week
2: at the training. Thank you, Zach. Tristan, what do you, uh, what do you hope to get out of, uh, being a part and facilitating next week in the training?
3: Um, honestly, I think that if we could just help one person realize that what they say affects other people and you don't even know that, um, that would be fantastic. I'm not out, like, I'm not going to go to the any training. I don't go or participate in any training thinking that every single person is going to leave there being a whole new revived human, right? But I really hope that at least one person hears what we're saying and takes a step back and says, wow, maybe I could reevaluate the things that I say. Or, wow, I should think about this before I say it the next time something um stigmatizing comes into their brain
2: thank you yeah i for myself personally i i've experienced these things and i'm sure i'm not the only one being a part of this is is the only one that has experienced stigma um you know i myself i'm in recovery from from mental health conditions and substance use disorder so um Stigma has prevented me in the past from from accessing treatment, Um, you know, shame and guilt and all that stuff that all goes along with stigma, Um, you know, so being able to, you know, trying to reach like like Tristan said, being able to to reach at least one one person um, is is successful in my mind. But, you know, you never know, maybe one, maybe two. Maybe more. Um, you know, we we do these things, and we're a part of these things because we're, we're compassionate about the work that we do. Um, you know, I ju- I just hope that you know, there's a mental health awareness month because people need to know about it. Um, there's stigma because not enough people know about it. Not enough people really know about it. So, um, you know, I, I feel like. Us as an organization doing this as part of Mental Health Awareness Month is very important, and um, you know it's it's very meaningful in the work that we do. Um, so I'm looking forward to doing it, and I'm going to ask Zach if he can t- to just share briefly. We're kind of highlighting the Green Light campaign in this training. We just talk about it kind of towards the end and it's a mental health awareness campaign that um, a couple counties in Pennsylvania highlight. Um, So Zach, if you could, can you just kind of talk briefly about that? Sure. So what we're
1: asking people to do is take like a porch light um, or even like your your backyard light or some type of light, uh, put a green light bulb in it and turn it on at night uh, take a picture of it, uh, share it on your social media, talk about uh, mental health awareness and why it's important. Uh, really get to sh- uh, really share with it, talk with your families and friends about it. Uh, York, the city of York and York, PA, um, they do a whole thing in town, like businesses change their light front lights out to like green. Uh, they put green lights up, I think, in some parts of the town. Uh to think i don't think they dye anything green but i know some places do dye like they're like fountain kind of green in their like local little town uh they do a whole big event i know a couple years ago before COVID, uh they did kind of like a run walk along with um with it that kind of ended at night uh with the like kind of like and they showed like a green light so that's what we're asking people to do um it's something that we can all do from home uh, if you can order one on Amazon or Walmart or somewhere uh, just get one shipped to you uh, I, we put one up last year on my back porch we haven't taken it down and every t- once in a while I turn it on um, I'm sure it probably is scary for some people seeing a green light randomly in the middle of the night in like November but um, we throw, uh, my mom and I we turn it on every uh, so often but May you know Put a green light up, take a picture. If you have like a fountain or something, you can dye that green. I'm sure there's stuff online you can look up how to dye water green. Uh, take a picture, share it on your social media, whether it's Instagram, tag youth move PA in it, and then we'll reshare it also.
2: Yeah, thanks, Zach. I appreciate you sharing about that. Um, one other thing I saw that they do they say, even if you don't have a, a porch light, it says, you know, just wear something green, take a picture of yourself and, you know, send it to them. I think, um, it's the couple counties that do it. Um, there's contact information and we've been sharing the flyer for it. And, um, we've also, um, you know, put the flyer in the PowerPoint for the training too. So anyone that attends the training will be able to access the flyer as well. Um, does anyone have Any closing remarks uh, before we close the podcast? Any closing thoughts?
0: I think my closing thought is just, you know, be aware of when you're talking to somebody that they could be struggling and watch what you say. Anybody else?
3: Uh, I think the only closing thought that I have is that I really hope that people can take a step back from themselves from time to time and say to themselves like, yeah, I have thought or said stigmatizing things in the past and I'm sorry for that. And I'm not, I'm going to do my best not to do that moving forward. Like it's, it's perfectly okay to acknowledge that you did something that's stigmatizing and then, you know, attempt to not do it again. It's the acknowledgement and the understanding that we can change and we can work towards, you know, accepting and um, accepting language that we speak to people with.
2: Thank you. Anybody else? So I'll I'll read this one quote. It's it's short. Um, there's a couple good quotes in this in this workshop, and it's it, they're they're quotes from from uh, significant people. Um, this one it talks about choose empowerment over shame, and it it reads like this. It says, "I fight stigma by choosing to live an empowered life. To me, that means owning my life." and owning my story and and refusing to allow others to dictate how I view myself or how I feel about myself. And that is by someone named Val Fletcher about how they they were asked the question, how do you fight stigma? So that's just a little excerpt from one of the slides that's in there in the workshop. we're looking forward to doing this. So like I said, if you don't get to attend it this time, uh, we're going to be offering it again in the future. So stay tuned. And we'll mention we've been emailing, uh, sending out flyers. If you get a chance to look at the flyer, please sign up for our wellness days. This is our kind of the retreats we're doing for the summer. Uh, There are five, they're held in five separate regions of Pennsylvania. Um, so just take a look at the flyer. I don't have all the information offhand. All the information is on the flyer. They're retreat slash picnics. We're gonna be doing fishing, hiking, um, scavenger hunts, um, some leadership activity. There's gonna be some food. So um, they're all gonna be from 10 a.m. to 4 p.m. in the months of June and July. Um, So, yeah, keep a lookout, and you do have to register for these events. So, yeah, please sign up, um, get outside, and please come join us. Um, I believe that is all I have. I want to thank all the Youth MOVE staff for joining us, and I really appreciate Jenna joining us as well, and we are looking forward to having you joining us uh, and presenting on the workshop next week.
0: Thank you. I can't wait. Yes, Jenna, thank you for joining us, and thank you for presenting with us. Um, And I just want to say, everybody, as normal, just remember, it's okay to not be okay.